Right, I don't know what's wrong with you lot, but I'm not getting a nearly enough interesting and entertaining uh, introductions to the programme. So I need you to go to Whaley's call box, uh, the number 0117-230-1771. Write the number down, 0117-230-1771, or look on the website jameswellradio.co.uk. And I need people who can come on and do something a little like this. Ladies and gentlemen, from a galaxy far, far away, a man who is unique. Yes, there is only one whale. Welcome to the program. Here we go. Fine. Is everybody ready? Uh, I'm ready. I've been ready for days. Good, good. Well, I wasn't feeling very well, so we had to put it off a bit. Uh, I'm not feeling very well today. I've got one of those two things, but uh, still never mind. Uh, so here we are. I make absolutely no apology that today's show is just going to be me in a bad flipping mood uh, and angry with the whole world. First of all, I don't know whether you saw the story that um, uh, uh, yet another twat of a f***ing American has gone out and shot an animal for nothing more uh, than wishing to chop its head off and stick it on a wall or have some stupid photograph of themselves taken sitting next to a beast whose life has just been snuffed out. And the reason I find it really annoying is that as an archer myself and as somebody that practices uh, well, what is called simulated hunting, really, it's called field archery, uh, and somebody who shoots a compound bow, which is the sort of bow you see some of these smug bastards sitting with beside the animal that they've executed. Um, and there is no necessity for it. I, I cannot, unless I was hungry, unless I was wanting to feed myself, I can't imagine, or I was in danger, why I would want to kill something for fun. You have to have a mental impediment for doing it. Same applies to fox hunters, complete dickheads. If you get fun out of seeing something killed, most people who go fox hunting never see anything killed. Uh, it's the terrier men who have the real mental problem, the guys who go and dig them out, uh, let their terriers pull them about. Those people need to be in an institution, guys. They need to be in an institution. And Americans who actually uh, have huge amounts of videos and websites and even channels dedicated to killing. No wonder America's so f***ed up, because they actually get a kick out of killing things. They enjoy it. And anybody who enjoys taking something else's life away from them, even, even treading on a snail, I find repulsive. And I wonder what sort of person does it. Even the stupidity of a, a screamer who goes and, 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 and kills spiders because they, they have some sort of mental problem about them. Okay, I'm really angry about this. You know, we, I, I, I'm, I'm not a great believer in ecology. I think we live in our time and then when we die out, we die out. But to go out and kill things, just to be photographed... I go out, I practice archery, I shoot at plastic animals. 
because there is a an inherent sort of excitement that that people get about being in the men get mostly i have to admit uh being in the woods and and playing robin hood and if you get a really good shot in right in the in the kill zone um and you have a photograph show your mates i can understand that but i don't want to kill stuff and even if i had a, a wish to kill it i hope i am mentally apt enough to realize that that is wrong and that i wouldn't do it and I'm not the most moral of people, trust me. But, you know, just these, these wankers, they, you can see a myriad of American, and I, I suppose there are lots of other countries as well. I'm picking on America because they promote it. They, 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 they get really excited about it. What they tend not to show you is the amount of animals they wounded to get the one they killed. Now, if you're a bow hunter and you shoot a bow and arrow, you have to be incredibly good to kill an animal with the first shot. So what they don't show you, usually, are the amount of wounded animals that sometimes they just leave and they go after another one, or that they have to hunt down. Most of them don't even bother to hunt them down. It's disgusting. And hunting just for fun is something that mankind should have evolved out of. Look, I'm not a namby-pamby vegetarian, but, you know, I actually am of, of the, the view now that every child in this country ought to be aware how they get their chops on the table. I was from a very early age. I understood it. I've kept chickens myself. I've killed chickens to eat. It's not, you know, you, you have to understand when you go to the supermarket and you get a, a, a plastic pack of something that doesn't look like anything in particular, that is part of an animal. I'm sick of it. I think we are bringing up our kids not to understand what go, maybe school visits to abattoirs. It may be very shocking for someone. It might stain, uh, it might Im impact on your brain for, for the rest of your life. Certainly some things that I saw as a kid have on mine. But I think we have to get more responsibility to the way we treat other living things on this planet. I am disgusted by this. This lion that was killed, in, in fact, um, uh, WWF, the, the, the conservation people have put out a, a whole thing about it, and uh, Bill Travers has been talking about it. It's just disgusting. I'm, I'm flipping fed up with the Americans. Do you know, it is not a pleasure, a sport, to go out and kill an animal. If you go out and kill an animal to eat, fine. But, you know, you have to be an expert hunter to go out. There are too many people who go out. I mean, there are idiots who go out. I know some bloke who goes over to, uh, in fact, I don't talk to him, he was bragging to me once, came along to an archery club I, uh, I belong to, and said, oh, I go, I go out to Argentina or somewhere, and we go out, we can shoot things. He said, oh, I, need, I, I shot this boar, but I, just, I only got it in the back leg, and it ran off with me arrow in it, and I never managed to find it, and that was an expensive arrow. I thought, you dickhead, you complete and utter twat. Ah, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, so, hunting is fine by professional hunters who hunt for food. And when you've killed an animal, use its skin, use its fur, use all of it. I'm not against any of that. But people who go out and shoot at things because it's fun, isn't it? And don't actually know what they're doing and probably sit in an office and people are going to hire horses, even though I've got friends who do it, um, to, to go and... Uh, uh, chase animals, uh, just, you're, you're, you're mentally ill, guys. You need some kind of help. You need, you need some kind of psychiatric treatment. Go and get it. You've been very quiet. Uh, I wouldn't want to interrupt. 
No, quite right. So anyway, that tirade's finished. Uh, we on to tirade number two. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Uh, anyway, welcome to the programme properly. Don't forget, we're looking for more introductions to the James Well radio podcast, which is available, of course, as you know, because you're listening to it, um, on tablets and online and uh, on radio stations and all over the world and the universe. The only thing we're not available on at the moment is an app. We are available on the James Well radio show app. The problem is I've not submitted it to Apple. Uh, it's just on my phone. So, but I can I can tell everybody it does work and it works really well. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Well, that's excellent, isn't it? So we are available on an app, but you can't get it. No, I can get it. I mean, it's, it's in my bag. Uh, it's downstairs. No, 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 no. You can get it, but no other bugger can get it. Well, they're welcome to come round and, and share. Um, I'm quite happy to, uh, to to lend it to them for a few minutes. Well, an, ah, an hour. You really? Yeah, an hour. I mean, you'd have to borrow it for an hour, otherwise you'd only hear a few minutes of the show. But you can have it for an hour and you can listen to one show. One show each. That'll cover Is all Is there ones. absolutely no chance you could make that available to other people? It costs £80. £80? Yes. Why? You've got to pay Apple to become a member of their developers' union. Yeah. And then you can upload it. Haven't we got £80 to pay? That Why do Apple need 80 quid? Well, they don't just need £80 off us. They need £80 off every other person that makes an app. Okay. All right. Well, let's see if we can't raise some money. We could put the app on the App Store and charge people £80 to use it. What? And and then uh, the most we... I've ever paid for an app is a couple of quid. Yeah, but we've only got one listener. So if that one listener pays the eighty pounds, then we're covered. Oh, all right. Well, listen. If uh, you know, we're always uh, begging for money on this show just to uh, to keep it going. Uh, you can go to the website and donate. Oh and, yeah, and many thanks to those people who do. What? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, we have we have a donate button, and people do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old money is not really legal tender anymore but thanks anyway it's all done by paypal now oh is it oh mm. good do we get that stuff that bitcoin do we get that we don't do bitcoins no i've never done bitcoins i've never understood it and i work in the tech industry i just don't get my i can't get my head around bitty, it bitty. it's i don't think it's bitty a... bitty oh dear bitty i didn't like it when david williams did it Never mind you. Bitty, bitty, <laughs> bitty. Oh, uh, bitty. You're setting the dog off now. Oh, yeah, better be careful about that, hadn't I? Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> actually, Daisy May is because it's about a year ago since uh, she went into the uh, Celebrity Big Brother house. She's she's trying to get back on TV. Her last contract was cancelled, so she's looking for another job. Any good in the jungle? Um, anyway, moving on and talking about something completely <laughs> different. Uh, I didn't make the BBC's top paid list. Nor did I. But then again, I'm not employed by the BBC, so I suppose that might have something to do with it. Yeah, well, I last year I was employed by the BBC. Yeah, your face was plastered all over bus shelters, if I remember rightly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think this is, actually, we put this out, um, uh, <laughs> what what people think about the fact, and they must have been shot, you must all have been shot, that I'm not in. 
the top pay bracket for the BBC. I mean, uh, Maureen Painter said, uh, you're worth more than them together, James. Excellent broadcaster. Very nice of you, Maureen. Some people could never earn what they get in a year working a lifetime. Dominic Negg says, don't worry, James. You're worth millions in our hearts. Oh, that makes it up. That does make it up. Simon Stokes says, uh, scandal, James. Britain's only voice of reason and worth every bit. This is so many lovely people. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, and Karen, uh, Karen's homemade said, that's because you're a pompous pillock. I love myself sort of guy. Uh, you're a hard-working bloke with the balls to speak out and say what the majority of us are thinking. Oh, that's all right. You've read all that, all that wrong. Have I? Yeah. You're putting yourself oh. down. She, she's, she's complimenting you. And you made that's it tap- because. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, right. She says that's because you're not a pompous. I love my sort of guy. Oh, well, that's very sweet of you, Karen. Well, I think I am really, but uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Wayne John Brazier says, uh, "Boss, top paid doesn't relate to quality. You can teach a lot." To many of those whom, in my opinion, are extremely overpaid top presenter and client. Top presenter and client, Wayne John Brazier. <laughs> yeah, perhaps he's an agent. Perhaps I need a new agent. Perhaps that's what I need. Actually, I tell, I tell you this interesting thing. I, I, I mean, I can't for the life of me think in the commercial sector where Chris Evans, much, you know, he's all right. I don't, I don't know him very well. I, I've spoken to him a few times. I don't really know him. Uh, he seems a nice enough bloke. 2.2 million. I'd work for the 0.2 million. I'd work for I'd work for half. I'd work listen, if I could earn a hundred grand a year, um, which I suppose some years in the past I have done, but you know, most broadcasters working on radio would be lucky to earn somewhere between fifty and eighty thousand a year, I suppose. Uh, there will be a lot of people in radio, producers and production staff who aren't even earning £20,000 a year, which people might find surprising. There are lots of people uh, in the media um, who are on income support. It is a very few at the top. um, And if Chris Evans was booted out of the BBC tomorrow, now it doesn't matter to Chris Evans, he's got enough money never to work. So in a way, why are the BBC wasting that amount of money on Chris? I'm sorry, Chris. I mean, I'm sure you think you're worth it. But he doesn't need the money. I mean, he could quite easily have said, listen, pay me 500000 a year, and that will keep me in the luxury I'm used to. Because uh, he likes doing the show. And there is no equivalent of the Radio 2 Breakfast Show. There is nowhere in the commercial sector that he would get as bigger audience. And there's a lot of ego involved here. So he would want to have a big audience. Now, if you took somebody, say you employed me to do the breakfast show on uh, BBC Radio 2, which I could do, I I could do it without causing offence, I could do it uh, without uh, uh, being cantankerous, I I could do it without being provocative, I could do it in a funny, sarcastic, entertaining way, and even if I only got half the audience he's got now, but I said I'd be prepared to do it for, I don't know, a fifth of the money, but wouldn't that wouldn't that be cost? I don't want the job, by the way. But wouldn't that be cost effect? Well, actually, for five hundred thousand a year, I might change my mind. Uh, but the head of Radio Two doesn't like me. In fact, he emailed me once saying, um, "You will never work on Radio Two. And I said, "Well, you know, you're not going to be around forever, are you?" Um, 
I, I just I don't I don't understand how they how they can justify to themselves paying that amount of money. And I don't I don't understand how a newsreader uh, or a television presenter who's like Matt Baker, for argument's sake, can can justify four hundred. That's it. He's got what you would call a regular job. He does a, a job. He works for the BBC. He's a regular employee of the BBC, uh, and he earns more than the Prime Minister. So I don't I don't really understand that. I mean, he's not really uh, an, somebody who's going to attract a big audience. You're not going to see him at prime time. So I don't really understand how they they there is no equivalent in the commercial sector where he would make that money. So I, I, I can only assume that Lord Hall, or Lord Haw Hall, as most of the staff call him, uh, hasn't a flipping clue what he's doing. And I'm still employed by the BBC. I do a Saturday morning show, which uh, I'm not going to be doing for much, just, just purely because I, I I can't work seven days a week much more. Um, I am beginning to wind down. I haven't fallen out with the BBC. Uh, I'm not being sacked. Then you know we're, we're coming to an amicable arrangement over the next uh, few weeks, so that I'm going to uh, uh, stop working for. The, but I might go back. Well, may, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe they won't want me back after this. But uh, the BBC, I believe in. I believe in a public sector broadcast. But the BBC has got too big, and it is living in cloud cuckoo land if it thinks that in the in the private set where i always as you know my show monday to thursday talk radio have we plugged it this week i don't know that we have seven o'clock in the evening until 10 huge audience compared with other dab radios uh and now doing a sunday show 11 until three in the afternoon whale on sunday a kind of an alternative religious experience on on talk radio you can get the app for that as well yeah yeah and that won't cost you 80 quid that you get that for nothing right you pillow um i i it's still when you start criticizing people for their money because people say well you're jealous aren't you um i'm too old to be jealous i've 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 had a reasonable sort of life i haven't made an enormous amount of money if i made an enormous amount of money would i be working five or six days a week now probably not Wales weekend is something I'm looking forward to, uh, to, you know, a weekend show. That'd be great. Um, and I believe in the commercial sector as well as public sector broadcasting. But the BBC has become such a huge monolith. And there are people, there are women, more women than men in prison, in prison for not paying their TV license. Now, I don't know why they didn't pay it or whether they want to make a stand and, and that's fine, but when the law of the land says you have to do something, you have to do it, but you can find other ways to punish people rather than putting them in prison. Uh, and I also think that the Director General of the BBC is a bit weak in his views on the BBC. All this, oh, we're going to make, we're going to have at least 50% of women presenting our breakfast shows on our local stations. Well, why haven't you got 50% presenting shows on Radio 2 or Radio 1 or why 50% of, of breakfast shows on BBC local radios uh, do you want presented by women? Does anybody say how many... Hang on, let me just check out this hospital. Let's make sure we've got 50% of women, 50% of men as nurses, can we? Is there any other business where, where people want to make sure they've got half and half? Have we got 50% of politicians in Parliament? No. It's a ridiculously stupid thing to say. When I, my last job, this time last year, I was doing the breakfast show for BBC Essex, which I enjoy, and I'm very proud to say we put the audience up higher than they ever had before, which disappeared, but there we are. 
Um, I was asked if I wanted a, 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 a lady co-host. And I said, look, you can only afford to pay me just around £200 a show. Um, how come you can afford another... Oh, well, we've got, we've got, uh, we, we've got um, uh, a special budget to pay women on the BBC. Really? Well, listen, I don't want to be too controversial, and there are some great women broadcasters um, on radio. Uh, Vanessa is a good broadcaster on radio. Um, Julia Hartley Brewer I like. Um, help me out here. Women don't, on radio. Don't struggle. This, this, is, this is not looking good for you now. Keep, keep going. Yeah. No, I can't think of any more. Um, but there are... More men on radio because men are better <laughs> on the radio than women. No, no, no. This is not supposed to be controversial. This is just supposed to be the way it is. If a woman was really good on the radio, do you not think she'd be there doing the number one show on the BBC? Wouldn't they have done that? Yet? Of course, if they could find a woman who was as listenable as Chris Evans, they'd probably pay her three million quid to work on the BBC. It's horses for flipping courses, isn't it? You know, I was told before they they, they said, uh, we'd like to offer you the breakfast show, they said, we'd like you to come and do the breakfast show on BBC Essex, but we do have to look around first to see if we can find a woman who will be better than you. I said, well, if you can find a woman, you must give the job to the person you want to do the job who you think will do it the best. I don't want the job just because you feel sorry for me which I didn't, but you, you know what a ridiculously stupid thing to say. I could tell you a lot more about the BBC, but I'm thinking of selling it to the mail. I heard a rumour that the reason why you left BBC Radio Essex was because you were going to go into the top earner bracket and you didn't want the figures published. You just made that up. Don't be ridiculous. Just a rumour that's been going around. I think for doing the breakfast show on BBC Essex, I earned about 50000 a year, which I'm not complaining about, which is a decent salary. See, so you're publicly outing yourself. Well, I don't mind. You know, if, if, you were, if a broadcaster earns, what, the same as a member of parliament, more or less? Yeah. I think that's a reasonable amount of money. Now, if you, if you get up a little bit and, and you're wanted, you get a big audience... Uh, it doesn't happen for everybody. You can get huge. I've had huge audiences in my time, which hasn't made any any. You know, there's a particular level you get paid at. I, I think, I think the the best I've ever been paid is about one hundred and twenty thousand a year for a couple of years. I'll be honest about it. I, you know, you don't. And then I'm self-employed. So I've got to pay my tax out of that. I have. I don't get expenses. I wouldn't get paid uh, when I'm ill. I wouldn't get paid for holidays. Actually, at 50,000 a year is not very much when you think about all of that, to be honest with you. No, no. I wouldn't want to do your job now. No. Well, you know, I love doing it, and I've done it all my life. I've done over 40 years uh, as a radio broadcaster and occasional on the television. But I get, I get sick and tired now, perhaps it's because I'm getting old, of everybody who wants to go into the media because they think, A, it's really high paid, uh, or B, you go, you go to certain do TV shows, you get people who start off as runners and you get people who, who, who will say to you quite arrogantly, oh, um, you said, could you get me a coffee or what? Oh, I don't do that. I'm just here to, I, I want to be a producer. I want to be a director. I want to be on the air. In my day, there was no, you just had to go and hustle for it. Can't they introduce like a pay sort of uh, cap, if you like? 500,000, that's the most you can ever get paid 
as a presenter on the BBC? No, I don't think so. I think in the commercial, well, on the BBC, yes, but on the commercial side, no. I don't think you should. You should, you know, whatever the, the business will, will function at. Yeah, but then you start on the BBC, get to 500,000, then ITV come along and say, look, we'll give you more. Then they leave, and then someone else can move up the ranks and get to that sort of Listen, level. I couldn't agree with you more. That's the most intelligent thing you've said for years. So this whole thing, you know, the, the, the BBC are in a complete and utter fluster. And uh, I, I blame the Director General, I've met, who's got a very limp handshake. <laughs> He's not so a you know when Trump. you shake somebody's hand and it, it kind of disappears into nothing? Yeah. Yeah, it always worries me. You don't like limp hands, then? I don't like limp handshakes. I don't like those people who squeeze it as hard as you can. And I think you have to adjust your handshake depending on male or female. No, 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 no. You don't adjust your hand, whether it's male or female. It's equal. Well, I'm sorry, but if it's a rather slight man... Or a slight, I wouldn't squeeze them as hard as I might squeeze someone who's a bit bigger. No, you've got to squeeze everybody equally. Have you? Well, actually, I don't. I, I usually kiss on, on a meeting of people I know rather than shake hands. I live in that arty-farty uh, area, you see. As long as you kiss hmm. evenly and don't discriminate. I'm interested to know what people think about this. If there is, by the way, somebody who thinks she's going to be excellent as a woman broadcaster, in fact, one filled in for me the other day when I was off on talk. I didn't hear it. I was too ill to even... I had this, this abscess on my tooth was driving me mad. But, I mean, there must be a, a more... Women are great at... Org you know, this is this whole thing about how we can all do exactly the same thing. But it's only in the media at the moment where everybody's going, oh, we must get... We must get... Look, if, if women wanted... I, w I was talking to a surgeon the other day about this very point, and that there are far more male surgeons than women. Yeah, and, and women tend to go into other sorts of areas of medical excellence, don't particularly like cutting people up. Research. I don't know. But, you know, I'll go back to the hospital thing. Is anybody saying in a hospital? You know, have we, have we got a, a good balance of uh, male and female nursing staff? No. Um, in, in politics, I try to get more women in the House of Commons, but have, is it 50-50? No. They've got Diane you know, Abbott. Oh, shut up. I feel so sorry. Do, do you know, Diane Abbott, I feel really sorry for Diane Abbott. She is obviously not in a very good place mentally at the moment. She is not up to the brief that she's been given, uh, and she shouldn't be interviewed. I saw her interviewed again the other day, and somebody put it out on Twitter and Facebook and said, here, look at this one. I felt sorry for her. And, and, and quite frankly, Jeremy Corbyn should be ashamed of himself. He should have relieved her of her, her political job. It's difficult. But he take her into a corner and say to her, look, dear, you're not up to the job. You're making an idiot of yourself every time you open your mouth. And that is reflecting badly on the party. I think you need to retire from politics. You need to stand down. That's one less woman then. Yeah. Well, there might be another one. Who knows? And, you know, all this positive discrimination, it does. <laughs> I'll go back to what I said before. If there is a woman out there who is as entertaining on the radio as Chris Evans, and there must be, I suppose, come forward. I'll manage you. I'll take 15% of whatever you earn. Then I can retire quietly into the background, and, uh, and I, I can direct your career for you. Sadie Nine, there you go. Yeah, well, Sadie Nine um, lost all my audience, but I'm not prepared to really... 
Oh, I don't know. I mean, I just, you, you know, it, it, it beggars belief, isn't it, that, that there are now places, particularly in the BBC, where if you are of the right... Ah, oh, Spitfire's just flying over my house. Um, you are of the, the right ethnicity and sex at the moment, you're more likely to get a job. Yeah, that's true, actually, when you think about it, yeah. Never mind. You know, uh, if you are a white, middle-aged, middle-class bloke, you are going to be the person that they want to employ last. Now, I'm not I'm not having a go at that. White, middle-class, middle-aged men have had a very good time of it. But um, in this day and age where I can just go here and carry on broadcasting, people have got to be careful, haven't they? Indeed, yeah. You know? Um, when when LBC decided for no other reason they didn't want to have me anymore, by the way, they lost my entire audience and put on What's-His-Face on, on the Drive Time show because he's a mate of the boss. They wanted me to say I'm moving on to things that are... Uh, I didn't. I said, no, I, I liked working there. Um, and I didn't really want to go. They were furious, absolutely furious. But everything, everything in life happens for a reason. And uh, I have now found myself back on my favourite radio station, Talk Radio. I was there nearly at the beginning of the original Talk Radio. I'm back with Ash, Monday to Thursday, um, 7 o'clock until 10. And and the last audience survey, it's difficult to know, was good. So hopefully we will uh, we will find a, a good audience. And believe you me, there isn't anybody on Talk Radio or even on Talk Sport earning millions of pounds a year. Otherwise, I'd be there if there was that sort of money floating around. Well, yeah, I'd, you know, I'd have had you there like a shot if there was money, but you're too well paid working for me. That is true, yes. I, I'm enjoying yeah. my jelly tots. I had some last night. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Graham White says about this, the BBC only has to report salaries they pay directly. If talent is paid only by a third party out of the entire budget of their independent production, then the BBC wouldn't have to mention it. No, they wouldn't. There'd be people paid a lot more. But I think going back to the, you know, the elephant in the room is that no, I don't think anybody, I wasn't expect. I thought Chris Evans would be on about a million pounds a year, million and a half top whack, because uh, I, th- I thought that, and that would be horrendous. 2.2 million. Doesn't that include the uh, fee for top gear, though? I've- no, that came out of a different budget. That's an independent production, and that wasn't included. That is purely for his Radio 2 breakfast show. Oh, okay, fair enough. Extrapolate 2.2 million a year. How much is that per show? Uh, Take away the three. A lot. Is that about 10 grand? Um, Well, every day. Yes. Give or take a few. 50,000 a week. Work it out like this 50,000. Hang on. 50,000 a week. That's 200,000 a month. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, uh, I'm just going to get a piece of paper. Hang on a second. Oh, don't bother. Anyway, it's a lot of money. Uh, And I don't see why people should be expected to pay for a TV licence. And he earns that much money when he doesn't actually need... He could do the show for nothing. A bit like I do this one. He could do the show for nothing. um, And he would still be quids in. I mean, if you wanted to be really serious about it, you could say, well, listen, most of that money's going to be swallowed up in tax that goes back to the taxpayer. Um, and I imagine, yeah, some of it will be, but there'll be a lot of it, I would presume, um, that he will, you know, you're not going to pay more tax than you need to, are you? It's about £7,000 a show. Is it? Yeah. Gosh. 
I think the highest I've ever been paid for a radio show is about six hundred thousand pounds. Six hundred. Oh, six hundred pounds. Yeah, not six hundred thousand pounds. Don't be ridiculous. Well, I don't know. I mean, you drive around in these flash sports cars and things. I haven't got a clue. What I do not. Are. Will you stop saying that? I drive around in cars that are ten years old with over a hundred thousand miles on the clock. Oh dear. Yeah. Right, move on, I'm bored with this. Uh, Shall we take a bit of music? Because I think we must have gone on for ages. I wasn't going to talk about any of this on the show today. I was just going to talk primarily about Brexit. Um, and, uh, and, 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 you know, the, uh, <laughs> the cock-up that uh, is breakfast. Bre- Brexit. Brexit. <laughs> I'm on very, 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 very uh, strong painkillers. Uh, right, should we do some Wales Mail? Uh, yes, have you got the mail? I, I forwarded it to you. I know you did. I know you did, and I knew I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to to go and have a look at it again, wouldn't I? So I have to get it up on a different page because you know I'm very. Um, uh, I'm uh, uh, dear, oh dear, oh dear. I'm. I am able to do this. Just a minute. Here we go. Oh, oh, not Colin from Geelong. Yeah. Oh, dear. Can we get some different... Right, uh, James, uh, you two are right pair, ain't you? All graphically discussing circumcision on your show last week. Jeez, I listen with me legs crossed whilst cringing. Most horrid. Basically, it was radio that could bring tears to your eyes. Anyway, I want a James Whale baseball cap, so could you please put it up on your website shop so I can buy a couple? Keep up the adequate work, you twonk. Colin from Geelong. Here we are. Sell him a couple. Put the price up. Firstly, they're on our website. He's probably going to your personal website. Not don't go. Uh, to, right. Don't go to jameswell.co.uk. Go to jameswellradio.co.uk. And yeah. secondly, it was two weeks ago, so it must take two weeks to get emails from Australia. Ah, oh, well, he's a bit behind. Yeah, actually, what we forgot to do this week is uh, is uh, congratulate ourselves on this being our two hundredth show. Oh, hang on, hang on. Ah, hang on. What? Well, I got some party poppers from the uh, oh, one hundredth okay. show. Right, hang, on. Re- hang on, ready? Yeah. Hey, 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 wonderful. 200 hours. Rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's enough. I do hate these celebrations. So, uh, yeah. So I bet there's nobody that's listened to all 200 hours. You can still, if you go to the website, jameswellradio.co.uk, you can download any one of them from the first one we did a couple of years ago. Must be four years ago now, mustn't it? Excuse, excuse me, but I've listened what? to these shows, all two hundred of them, more than two or three <laughs> times, just to make sure I don't leave any swearing in. No, what when I fucking swear? <laughs> yeah, it keeps you in, doesn't it? Really, I suppose. Um, right, is it time for tech f-ing talk? <sighs> yes. <laughs> One day I'm just going to leave them in and let the complaints come in. Yeah, you should. 
Uh, um, tech talk. Go on. Yeah. I've got tech talk. I've got some things this week. I normally don't have anything, but I've got a couple of mm. things. Um, three things. Uh, porn pass. Do you remember I told you ages ago that uh, we might have to be entering our credit card details into porn sites to view stuff now? That's definitely happening. Yeah. Uh, that's happening next year. Hopefully there's one website that you go to that you can trust to register and get some sort of passcode because mm. I don't think anyone wants to be giving out their credit card details to millions and millions of different well, no. websites. But, but hang on, you don't even need to, do you? You know, porn sites come up on, on, on Twitter all over the place all the time. People send stuff. You don't even need to pay. That's very true. Social media is, is going to be exempt from this. Well, how, well, what's the point? Well, exactly. Um, I've come up with a solution many, many years ago, and I'll, I'll briefly tell you about it now. You know when you put the uh, wibbly-wobbly-web bit in front of the uh, name? So wibbly-wobbly-web.jwrradio.co.uk. Why don't yeah. they just change or make the law so that if you want to have a porn site, it just becomes xxx.bigjugs.com? <laughs> right? And then... Yeah. Your ISP automatically blocks everything with XXX in front of it unless you as a parent or the subscriber unblocks mm. it. Job done. Now it's good. Well, I, I, I bow to your superior knowledge. I mean, but, you know, the thing is, uh, I every now and then I have, I have a look at all the lovely people who follow me on Twitter at the James Whale, and there was one. You know how the, the pictures, you can't really see what they are? Profile pictures sometimes. Until you zoom in. Yeah. And I zoomed in on this one, and I couldn't believe what it was. It was a male appendage. A male appendage? Yeah. <laughs> What's one of them? <laughs> Never mind. And I, I, I couldn't believe this is some, some, obviously some person started Twitter site with uh, that's their profile picture, but I would have thought that would have been taken down by Twitter, wouldn't it? Uh, if you, someone complains about it, then yes. But there's millions of Twitter accounts. Yeah. I mean, he, I, I think he went under the name Mr. Dickhead or something, but um, uh, uh, which, which, uh, but then, you know, if you go on, the, uh, I, I, because I'm fast, I had to see what this bloke, how many followers has he got? What to, where, where, where does the, or a woman, it could be a woman, couldn't it? But, you know, you don't know. But the pictures that he had along the bottom, you know, where the media strip is. Yeah. Appalling. What's well, his, what's his name again? After but... I'd looked them all. <laughs> I didn't tell you the right name, so you couldn't, um, it's not promoting. But there are, I mean, what I'm saying is, to, to, just so you've got to give credit card details, to, it's pointless, isn't it? It would be far better educating people about the fact that pornography exists. You know, this whole thing, the other idea, ah, oh, we're, we're going to make it more difficult to go and buy sulfuric acid. Well, you can buy all sorts of stuff that will, will damage people's skin. Uh, lots of, of chemicals in garden, things and stuff like that. Same way, well, we're going to have a knife amnesty, and there's a smug-looking copper outside a police station with a, a, a drum full or a, or a, a wheelie bin full of knives, and they tip them out. We've had all these, yeah, given to you by people who are not going to use them. And anyway, you can go into any kitchen in any house, you can go into any shed, you can go into any garage, and you can find something that you can do damage with. It's not the implement, it's the person behind it. Yeah, because we get a bloke coming in our shop every few months with a big uh, range of um, chef knives, you know, like, oh, we've got these special yeah. offer £10. And, oh, you could do some damage with some of those. Yeah, of course you could. Of course you could. I mean, the Yorkshire Ripper killed all his, uh, his um, victims with a hammer. 
Oh, well, it's easy to ban hammers, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's that quite easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. See, the whole thing is ridiculous. It's the same way uh, about banning, you know, why don't we just legalize drugs, all drugs, every drug, legalize it and then deal with it. Yeah, I, I agree. Like we do with alcohol. You yes. Can't, you can't stop it. No. So why make it a criminal offence for people who, once they get addicted, can't help themselves anyway? The ban the, uh, the sale of it, make that illegal, and then the use of it, make that legal. Well, you, you, you know, people have to get it. If you ban the sale of it, where are they going to get it? It's the, it's the same way that you're trying to make cigarettes more difficult to get. What's happening? We're getting a huge, huge amount of people smuggling uh, cigarettes in. And they've been sold on social media. I don't understand yeah. that. Well, there we are. You know, you get social media. You have to work out different ways of dealing with society as it changes. Now, I was going to talk this week about... Um, did we do Tech Talk? Oh, that was it, was it? No, no, oh, okay. I've, got, I've got plenty more to say. People, you know, well, they write in... We're finish the programme now. No, I can't finish my Tech Talk. Well, go on then. If you're going to make it interesting, otherwise uh, we'll move on. I was going to, listen. I was going to dedicate the whole show today to Brexit and the cock up that it has become. But I'm going to, I'm going to actually put that out there on Facebook, uh, and we'll do a big Brexit special next week. Seeing that the politicians have all now gone on holiday, and nobody's taking it very seriously, nobody understands the ramifications. Uh, every time I hear one of these so-called Brexiteers talking, they talk complete and utter. Um, and so the whale has got to address it. Yeah, we're rapidly moving away from the tech talk now. Are we? Well, no, if you wanted to do it, what have you got? Suicidal robots? Yeah, there was a story about, about a robot in, in uh, Washington that uh, decided to drive itself into a, into a pond. Yeah, well, that was fascinating, right. Um, uh, any movies? Uh, can I talk about Google Glass coming back? Google what? Google Glass. You know them... Um, What's the, that? The, 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 the sort of um, augmented reality glasses that uh, Google brought out a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Can you get me a pair of those to try? Well, they're, they're coming back. Uh, they've improved them. They're, uh, they're coming yeah. back. Uh, more battery life, better camera, et cetera, et cetera. They're coming back. I was going to go on about all the amazing features and the things it can do, but the answer is yes. If you want one, I'll get you one. Yeah. And, and, uh, can yeah. I get sunglasses? Ones are sort of shades, and I can then be filming people as I talk to them and stuff. Oh, I've already got those. Have you? Yeah, yeah, I've got a pair of those. You can have that. Uh. Yeah, because I think that would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, Next yeah. time I got stopped by the police and asked ridiculous questions. I had a watch once that had a camera in it, a James Bond watch that had a really mm. high-definition camera in it, and the only time I ever used it was when I was having an X-ray when I was in a hospital. Hmm. <laughs> I, just, I won't ask why. Well, I was just lying there while they were x-raying my ankle, mm. and I just thought, I've got this watch on. I had it delivered that day, and I thought, well, I'll try it. And all I got when I got back, because I thought it would be quite interesting to uh, film the inside of an x-ray room in a hospital, and when I got back, I just got pictures of the ceiling. So it wasn't really worth... So, like that entire story you just told. Yeah, I was just well, thinking Short that. of time, you know, short of time. And uh, a lot of people want us to do, every now and then, do a video version of this, and I think we could. With my watch, I yes. might have to. Well, I might have to tidy up the room in here, but we could do it on FaceTime, or we could do it on on, on um, uh, Facebook Live or something, couldn't we? Uh, films, just just chip in a bit uh, again, because uh, you know. Oh, you want to chip on films now? You're bored with what I'm saying. You want to talk about films? Go on. <laughs> uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it looks a bit gruesome. Uh, it's not gruesome, and it's uh, not very interesting either. 
Is it dull? Very dull. Very slow. Yeah. It's just a bunch of apes on horses. Oh no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to see that. In fact, the leader in that, the the the, I forget the name of the actor who plays the chief ape, Caesar. Yeah, can't remember the bloke who's been playing him for years. Uh, but he actually he he's made a career out of going around and showing how uh, how apes move and stuff, doesn't he? He, I mean, you know, that's more his thing than acting. I thought they were real apes. No, they're not real apes. You pillock. You sure? I'm absolutely positive. I'm absolutely positive they are not real apes. I'm so I'm really upset, you know, about the um uh the whole uh, the whole business of not being in the top paid people in the BBC. I'm 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 I'm, I'm simmering under the uh under the surface about that. Um we did put out on Facebook this uh, week as well. What's wrong with gender stereotypes? Last week it was uh, crotch shots being shown in Fanny Fresh ads, and now the ASA are banning housewives, men in pubs and sheds in a bid to clean up advertising. I had a chat with the bloke who's the head of the ASA, or ARSA, if you prefer, um, who who didn't really have much of a sense of humour. I said to him, why, why, why are we only having attractive people in advertisements? He said, what, what? I said, and he's Welsh, by the way, too. Why do we only have attractive people? Why, why, you know, why are we not giving ugly people more of a chance in commercials? Nothing. Exactly. Didn't say a thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Alison Browning says, uh, getting very fed up of political correctness. Uh, that's why comedy is boring these days. It all reminds me of those 1990s write-on fairy tales where the stories were just stupidly boring. Alison, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Mark Moody says, I want to be called Loretta. Mark, you can be called whatever you want. That doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, and Craig uh, W. North says traditional stereotypes can be healthy. Yeah, what is wrong with the idea of a traditional British family? Mum stays at home, brings up the kids, dad goes out to work. If you're lucky enough and you want to live that way, why on earth should we try and think it's something that's wrong? Uh, parents have to decide whether they want to have children or a career. You can't always have both. And maybe one of the reasons why uh, there's a, a lot of nastiness around today is that kids aren't being brought up the right way. You ask any teachers whether teaching is an easy or enjoyable job now. Yeah, why can't we have kids as men? I think it's not fair. I think the men should be able to have kids now. Yeah, well, that's it. You ask God. Uh, Karen's homemade. Hello, Karen. She says, I've got a shed. It's my lady shed. Is that a euphemism? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think we probably should do uh, questions. No, no, no. We should do uh, Whaley's call box. Oh, yeah. We have not done that, have we? No, we haven't done that. No, we got some um, Is it? stuff in it. Have week. we? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and don't forget, you two could uh, be on this feature next week. All you have to do is uh, ring us on 0117-230-1771. Repeat that number back. Well, I'm just more worried about Bono being on the... Uh... 0117 if you prefer, but I prefer properly, seriously and professionally to say 0117 So you gave me an opportunity to read the number and then you snatched it away from me. 
Well, go on, give the number out. Uh, um, zero. See, I'm a professional too. Uh, no, 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 don't include the two in the number. Um, so it's zero one one seven two three zero one seven seven, and then another one. Not another one seven, but another one at the end. Anyway, give us a ring, leave a message, and it could be like this. voicemail to a lady because you're not allowed to sound like a man. Oh, well, never mind. Uh, it's Cy Clark. Yeah, him off Susie Radio. You may have heard of it. Serving for six and three on 103.4. Maybe, just maybe one day, you could pop along to the studio and say hi. I might want to stroke you, though, because you don't know this, but we go a long way back. When I was a wee lad living on the outskirts of Leeds listening to you on 8 to 8 on Radio Air. All right, love it. It's been me. Thank you very much. Oh, by the way, if you are interested in popping along, it's si, S-I, at suzyradio.com. Bit of a plug. Won't play it, but hey, worth a go. Cheers, fella. Keep it up. Bye, James. God, this has gone quickly. Yeah, it's gone quickly. We didn't even get to do the Doctor Who. No, well, we'll leave that for next week. Yeah. Because it's still relative until Christmas. Well, it's always relative because it's uh, it's time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Hit me with the questions. Are you sure you can do this, uh, Dan Nolan? Yes, of course I can. I'm an expert. I'm a well, professional. Okay. I'm, I'm not. Mm, uh, I'm well, not well. in the uh, top um, over the hundred and fifty thousand pound bracket, but I am getting two packets of jelly tots a week, so I'm I'm heading in yeah. the right direction. Yeah. Uh, Dan yeah, Nolan. We'll see about that. Pardon. No, yeah, carry on. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Dan Nolan, uh, do you know Jonathan Ackworth? I can't. Um, I, I don't know. I'm terrible with names, so I might do. 
But I don't remember off the top of my head why. He was just asking if you, if you knew him. Oh, OK, fine. Well, no. The, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, they just bashed me knee on the desk. Oh, that's ridiculous. Was, was there a swear word in there? Because I couldn't quite hear it. I'm sure there was. No, no, it's fine. Right, I got oh, right on my kneecap. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay, go on. W- was that another one? Oh. What? I'm just worried that I'm, I'm going to miss the these. Knob off you... now. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I've got these knobs on my desk, and I've just anyway. Never mind. Right, let's do it. Uh, Graham J. Burton. Yeah. How, how on earth? Are you okay? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I'm just having a coffee. Go on. Oh, I thought you were. Right. Uh, are finished? You happy now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Graham J. Burton, how on earth did James Well not win Celebrity Big Brother, the only genuine person in there, and I'm still not over it? Oh, that's very nice. Thank you very much indeed. Well, I think I'll probably be back on a bit on the side this series. Uh, it's nearly finished. Uh, you mean the next uh, Celebrity Big Brother one? Yeah, is... yeah, I don't do the ordinary one. No. Um, well, I don't have, I have no idea who those people are. No, that's true, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Bryant. Although I was asked to do a couple of them, but unfortunately I was on the radio at the same time, so I couldn't. What? I was just leaving a gap, because I, 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 every time I say something, oh. you, you, you want to add, so I'm, I'm just making sure, you know. I don't want to just talk. get on with it, pillock face. Um John, you're so offensive sometimes. Oh, I know, I know. Um, John Bryant, will you ever work in the North East again? Um, well, yeah, never say never. Um, never, ever. i tell you what I'm, I'm thinking of doing, uh, either later this year or next year, uh, is I'd like to take the James Ware radio show uh, on the road and I wouldn't mind going around the country with it. So if anybody's got any suggestions as to places where we could do the show from, please get in touch with us. Marnie Nayer. Will Rob get more opportunity to talk? And Now, I didn't put that in. That's, um, that's a genuine question. Yeah, if you want. Okay. Uh, Mark Summers. If you fail at something and succeed, which have you done? If you... What? Read that question again. Oh, that's uh, more airtime for me. Uh, If you fail at something and you succeed, which have you done? If you fail at something and succeed, which one will you have done? Yeah, I thought so. Right. Uh, You need medical help? Go and seek out some kind of psychiatric help. Is that for me or the person who... Well, you definitely, but the person who asked the question, because the question makes no sense. Okay. Uh, Roberto Ferdanzi. What inanimate object do you wish to eliminate from existence? Um, it's an interesting question, Roberto. Well, I tell you what, I'm staring out my window at the moment looking at a... Um, uh, looking at a telegraph pole, and where I live, they still have them. And thinking that, of course, uh, everything looks nicer without ter- telegraph poles, doesn't it? All the wires are underground or wireless. In fact, you could you could get rid of a lot of the telegraph poles and have wireless signals sent from a couple of masts dotted around uh, wherever you are. 
You know what will happen if they do that? What? There'll be uh, less birds around. Why? Because they'll have nowhere to sit. Well, perhaps plant trees where the telegraph poles used to be. That's a fair point. I've got more questions, but we haven't got enough time. Oh, really? Well, listen, why don't you check out the website, jameswellradio.co.uk? Why don't you call the uh, phone box, and the number is, Rob? Oh, what do I get? Okay, uh, so it's uh, 0 1771 no wonder we don't get many calls. Right. Uh, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Rob will be doing the show on his own next week uh, because I would hate, what was her name? I would hate Marnie not to get enough of his scintillating, relaxing and lustrous voice. I'm off to the pub. I could, of course, stay on air for a bit, couldn't I, by myself? If you promise to come back next week because I don't really want to do the show by myself again. It's 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 horrible. I have to do everything by myself. I have to move all the knobs and... and are you, you are going, aren't you? I thought... Wait. Is that a cello? Oh, yeah, yeah. penis, a penis, the greatest gift that I possess. I thank the Lord that I've been blessed with more than my share of a penis. This is sending my needles funny. All my needles are going, the compressor's going mental. distorting now <laughs> that's my Indian drum yeah well I, I started doing the old the sort of uh, Indian sort of uh, singing if you know what I mean yeah and then I thought no that's probably not politically correct is it is it is it politically hey. correct to, to do that kind of thing hang on oh, oh, that's Australian oh, 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 oh. Colin from Geelong will be happy now that's just Whaley song. That's you didn't even need to use one of them big <laughs> sticky things. Oh, I, well, <clears throat> I wasn't. I was using my finger. <laughs> I, put it, I put it back up on my dreamkeeper. Can we go now? Yeah, well, I've gone a long time ago. Oh, sorry. I'll, 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 I'll stop recording oh. then. Oh. Good. Okay. All right. See you later. Oh, it was all right, wasn't it? I don't know whether you maybe you should take references to the Director General having a limp handout. I don't know.
listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.